Ask the Podcast Coach for December 1st, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. Joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings. Happy Saturday morning to you. A rainy Saturday morning here both in Omaha, and I think it's coming your way. So we hope yeah. the, everybody's in a warm place. I guess if they're in the Southern Hemisphere, they would already be. In a warm place, but excited about uh, Ask the Podcast Coach this morning. Yeah, you can join us. We're out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, if you, oh, you know what? Dave didn't make the join link. Oh, that's it. He's fired. So we're at askthepodcastcoach.com. This will be the one week that we want people to join us. Actually, I can do that in the background while we're, we're talking away. But we are here every Saturday morning. And uh, today we'll probably be talking. There was a... Um, the podcast movement Facebook group um, almost resorted to a "I know you are, but what am I?" kind of uh, discussion, kind of thing, uh, because Anchor Anchor came out with this new thing where they've got sponsors now, and so I was like, "Well, this is this is actually kind of exciting." I know I'm a, I've over the years been not a huge fan of Anchor because I'm not a huge fan of of uh, free as a business model. In general, it, it, I've seen it not work about five times, and I just went, that's not going to work. So I went over and uh, signed up. I have a show now. Uh, I actually submitted it. I actually said I, I want to try to submit it to iTunes myself, and it's really it's really rough for them to do that because every time you turn around, they're like, don't you want to publish this everywhere? And it even says in the back end, we recommend you do this. And I'm like, hmm. That's the one that if you do that, they basically control your show and Apple Podcasts. And I'm like, that's that's not good. And um, so I went that route. So if you look for the show, whenever it should be listed probably next week, it's called Anchor Sucks. And um, I'll be talking about how um, Anchor Sucks. But I was impressed. I'm like, okay, cool. They got sponsors. And yeah, if you want to jump in, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And I, I'm like, let's see who the sponsors are. And now on one hand, I'm not sure it's because they tied my show. They saw the name of my show and they tied the sponsor. That could be it. But the name of the show or the name of the sponsor uh, is $10 CPM. So woohoo, of which they're going to take 30%. So that means uh, $7. $7. So that's 0. 0.007 cents per download. And uh, the first sponsor I got was, um, you guessed it, Anchor. So what I thought was something where Anchor was actually going to get some revenue going, like, they're, hey, they're actually going to make some money as opposed to paying people to build their studio and paying people $1,000 if they get the most listens and all the other things they've done in the past. I'm like, oh, no, this is still something where they, uh, they're actually spending money. But in this uh, Facebook group, they do have actual an actual sponsor uh, for somebody at least got it, and that, that is Flipboard.com. And they're paying $15 per CPM minus their 30%. And 30% is fairly, uh, from what I've seen, fairly traditional. If you're working with somebody, they're going to take a piece off the top. So uh, it's interesting. But the uh, the thing that I wanted to share, he said pulling up his Trello board, was Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast had a great take here. Um he said there are currently, and this is total Daniel. Daniel has a tool now that allows him to, because uh, Apple has 
an API. And if you're like, what's that stand for? I have no idea. All I know is it means you can tap into the back end of of Apple. Jim, do you know what? Do you, do you, I think you want a gold star if you know what API stands for. You think so? Is that uh, is that the word? I'm just, uh, just Google it. It's an uh, application program interface. That was going to be my guess. And uh, that allows you to pull all the data from the back end of uh, Apple in this case. And so Daniel did that, found there are 609,000 podcasts in Apple Podcasts. That's a lot. It took him a couple of days to do that too. By yeah, the way. that's. Yeah. I don't. It's not just like ping. It was there. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. He had to kind of go through a. He had to kind of grind through it to get that number. And of those, Anchor hosts seventy two thousand, which he actually also said. And I was surprised on this. The one that has the most podcasts, SoundCloud still. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Uh, Forty two thousand of those Anchor hosted shows. Let's ask this to the chat room. I got to pull the chat room up. So they have seventy-two thousand shows. How many of you? How, how many? What's what, what's the answer to the question I'm asking here? Um, how many of those seventy-two thousand shows have only three episodes? We'll throw this out to the chat room. <laughs> so is it some, of, of those seventy thousand? What you're asking? Yeah. How many? How of those, many just have three or more? Three or less. Or, Three or less, just three. Is it ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent? Okay, I, I would, I would be cheating if I said so. Mike is saying sixty-five percent. That's a that's a good guess. So should we do should we do hot or cold? On uh, this? Like he, hot, you're getting hotter. You're let, getting yeah, I guess we should. Uh, he is. Let's see. Right now. Um, I'm sorry, Jeff, you've overbid. Actually, so is Mike. He's overbid. So, not, not riveting audio. What's the answer? Yeah. <laughs> 42,000 of those 72,000 shows have only three or fewer episodes. Uh, and he says, for comparison, SoundCloud is actually hosting more podcasts than Anchor, which is 88,000 podcasts, and only 27,000 with three or fewer episodes. So, So Anchor has... Or I'm sorry, SoundCloud has more shows, but less shows with three or fewer or less episodes. Wait a minute, am I reading this right? Only 27,000 with three or fewer episodes. 33,000. Hmm. They also, I think you're just randomly saying numbers. That's it. 16%, 12, <laughs> 9. I think you're just, uh, 5, 6, right. 94. Pi, 3.14. <laughs> it's early on a Saturday. <laughs> um, yeah, they did. Anchor claims that they are hosting forty percent of all quote new podcasts. It is nowhere near uh, the truth. Um, plus, the fact that it is a wasteland of dead shows. Uh, I think this was Todd's. Uh, I don't. That doesn't sound like it's Daniel. I think this is Todd's comeback because I can't mm-hmm. see. I can't see Daniel saying that. Is nowhere near um, uh, the truth. Plus, the fact that it's a wasteland of dead shows at Anchor's effect is a factor in how desperately they they are to gain shows that an audience. Um, that can be monetized. That's really, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a Facebook comment. Yeah, it's a Facebook comment. But it was, uh, it, it went back and forth. And then I did see where someone had said that the Flipboard was fifteen dollars CPM. So, um, so it's interesting. I'll, 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 you know, and what's it really are, and this is where I've kind of, I'm almost breaking my own rule here because I've kind of. Like it used to be if somebody said Anchor, I would just go into a tirade. And I just realized that the people that want to use Anchor are going to use Anchor. There's They really, you know, it's almost like, what's the point? They're just going to use it. So I've I've kind of given up on that. 
But uh, I'm I'm. What are the what are the two major two or three major drawbacks to anchor in your opinion? So if you're going to warn somebody, let's just be let's try to be objective for just a second. If we're yeah. going to talk about the two or three things, yeah. you know, what what would you say those are? My my two biggies now because it used to be their terms of service and their terms of service. I need to go reread, right. but it sounds like they've cleaned those up. Uh, right now, free. They're they're a free media host, and people go, "Why is that bad?" YouTube's free, and I'm like, mm, "That's true. It's a good point." But YouTube also sells ads. So that's the thing. If if they actually get this ad thing to work, they, in theory, could become the YouTube of podcasting. Now, the question is, is that a good thing? Like, Because right now, I don't – like, there's YouTube and Vimeo and Wistia. And those are the only three video platforms I know that are still around because there used to be Glib, I think it was, that Ray used to use a video thing. You know, it's kind of like when Walmart moves in. You know, all the little – things go away. So so that was the one. It's free and and typically history shows that companies with a free media host or free, you know, and and they're going to pay for it with ads. It's been tried about 5 times. The biggest one was Medio who went through 38 million dollars and still couldn't make it work. So now that was hmm probably 7 years ago, I would think at this point when they went out of business. So that's that's the biggie is the free and then the other thing that I still don't understand why people aren't upset about this is when you go into their their system and I don't know that I can show this anymore but they have a thing where it says hey we we really think you should be you know showing your uh podcast in other places uh additional platforms click here uh, doggone it. I thought, I, I guess because I finally did it. No, here, advanced. Ah, doggone it. They don't. I, I, apparently because I finally clicked the button. But they constantly say in their back end, you know, click here to be published everywhere, not just on Anchor, everywhere. And it even says recommended. And when And so that's the other thing I just say. It's the only platform that does that. And I understand that they're saying, you know, we're doing it for you. But And I wouldn't mind that if they just said, oh, by the way, you won't have access to your stats in Apple when you do this, assuming you have enough downloads for stats. So those are the two things. And so I can see why people, the the person that doesn't care about stats, I just want to start a podcast. Well, I don't care about Apple stats. I don't care about you owning my show in Apple and the business model. Well, okay, so what if they go out of business? I'll use them till they're free and then I'll move to somebody else. So, And a lot of folks have done that. Yeah. They've, you know, they've jumped around. Um, it, it does, you said this and it does kind of remind me of an early YouTube model. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it, we, we all think YouTube has always been here and always dominated, but they have not. And there were, there were some early days when they, before they were purchased by Google, when it was, you know, there was some competition there and they, they absolutely have, I, I think they probably have 85 or 90% of the video market share at this point. It could be a little monopolistic, which it would be interesting to see if they ever get, if anybody ever goes after them of being monopoly in that space, because they, they do own such a gigantic market share, but um, it would be interesting to see. I mean, they, you know, that, that, that model is very similar to the early YouTube model. And could they, if they could get advertising working and it was profitable um, and people could drive folks there, I think you might, I think people may feel a little bit different about it because it, it's, you know, a lot of people are very favorable towards the YouTube model. Right yeah. now, well, 
I shouldn't say that they they had they have they've had their problems as well with content creators over the last couple of years. Yeah, and so that yeah. that was my whole thought. It's like now, if you want to get into video, you kind of have to go on their platform in a way. The you other do. thing, no, you do. You thing, don't have to. You do. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing I thought was interesting because their their sponsorship uh, portal is actually again their, their interfaces seem to be pretty cool. So it's like, hey, do you want this sponsor? It's Anchor. It's ten dollars CPM. Click here for the script. Another tab says, "Hey, just just read this in your own words." Yada yada yada. So I I uh, yeah, I read it in my own words because it's like, "Hey, you know what the easiest place to? How could I submit my show to Apple Podcasts?" I'm like, "Well, it's easy. Go to podcastconnect.apple.com." And where can I get background music? I don't know. Audiojungle.net. Where could I do? You know. So I'm answering all their questions, and then at the end, I go, "Oh, and by the way, I'm getting paid point zero zero seven cents to say this." So and I I really expected my ad to get rejected because I was just playing. And uh, it didn't. So that's the ad. That's, and then I go into their FAQ and it's like, are, are our ads going to be through approval process? And they're like, not at this point. We're probably in the future, but right now we're not listening to the ads. And I was like, oh, goody. <laughs> I can go have some fun. So Daniel says in the chat room, big difference with YouTube is that the video is very, uh, still very centralized, but podcasts are not. And I, I think, um, uh, yeah, yes, but I had, had podcasts had the effect that video had early. Uh, that may be different, Daniel. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have to think about that. Some Michael has an interesting question. He said, if our podcasts are copyrighted, um, why are we giving our content away to companies that want to tr- uh, change our file? Because, uh, if any of us, uh, get to the status of being like Wolfman Jack or even Howard Stern, aren't we kind of, m- messing ourselves up in other words if we're saying the content are, is ours and it's copyrighted and then we put it everywhere and make it available aren't we and if we get famous then is that are, are we you know but you're not it, it's, it's a little catch-22 right you're not famous so you want right. everyone to have access to it copyright is really not a term because i copyrighted something it means absolutely nothing until i enforce it Right. So the if if I want to, if someone is violating my copyright policies or whatever, then I'm going to have to go after them. That's that's what it makes a difference. Do you have the money? Do you want to enforce your own copyright? By the by the way, if you start claiming these things and then you don't enforce them in the future, if you try to, the courts will say, well, you didn't enforce it when so and so did it at this time. Right. There's precedent in that. So even even copywriting uh, is a is a slippery slope when we actually think the material we're putting out there is actually protected. It's only protected if we choose to enforce that protection. And you've got to be re- willing and ready to to get legal counsel and go after them. So don't don't have any illusion that because you've put a copyright symbol on something it protects it. It doesn't protect it unless you enforce it. Well, and typically very I don't I, a very small minority, at least from what I've seen, people make money like the podcast makes the money, meaning you pay money to hear my podcast. Usually the podcast is used to promote some other product or service or whatever, you know, that whole nine yards to or to to build a relationship with you so that in the future, if I have something to sell or whatever. So it's it's a tool to to grow an audience and to build an audience. And then if you have enough of an audience, like right now, um, I got an email from Cliff Ravenscraft who used to do a show called, um, Oh, something balanced life. 
Um, I guess it's going to drive me nuts. But Cliff now has said, and Cliff liked that format because he would just, he'd be out walking and hit record and like, all right, today I'm doing this thing and here's what's going on in my life and pursuing a balanced life and yada, yada, yada. Well, he tried to take that format over to the Cliff Ravenscraft show, formerly known as Podcast Answer Man. And everybody, a couple of his audience went, um, this new format thingy isn't quite mm, not what I was looking for. Well, he really likes that format. So Cliff is trying something new. And to me, I'm like, I'm just going to be, this is going to be fun to watch. So he said, all right, I'm going to do, I think it's called the audio journal. Cause that's kind of what that format is. And you can listen to me talk about my life for 10 bucks a month. Then I went, but if he's enough of a celebrity yeah, yeah, and people want to do that, God bless America. You know, I was but like putting money where your mouth is. Yeah. If people will pay for it. It's valuable. Yeah. You know, people ask, you know, how, how about what is this car worth or what is this house worth? And people put a number. No, it's, it's worth what someone is actually willing to pay for, pay for it. it. So exactly. If you, if you've got something and people, we, we are grappling with this at Gallup uh, a lot. I've got a, a group of folks who really want me to start monetizing and charging for our podcast. Mm. And, you know, it's a big, gigantic marketing tool, and and um, it, it's created community. It's done what you've said, but there are, you know, there are things. I've had people contact me and say, if you'd make this easier, i just pay for it. You know, I don't want to mess with all the download stuff or figure out how to get stuff or whatever. Right. Just serve it to me, and I will pay for it. There are individuals, they, people pay for convenience. And so if you can make it easier for them or add value to it and it's worth something, they'll pay for it. But, but yeah, it's only worth what people are actually willing to, to pay for, you know, to to pay for it. This is why, uh, this is why broadcast advertising has such a low CPM because you're, you're, you're blasting a message to an audience that may or may not be receptive to it. And so you will never, it's why targeting audiences or targeting advertising is so much more valuable because you're getting it into a spot that's, that's um that's going to turn right it's going to actually convert the the word they use in the marketing world it's actually going to convert to something and so those are just those are more valuable spaces so it's yeah i'm i'm if cliff can do that i mean more power to him to to get it done i think podcasting just started so grassroots and so you know under the covers and so whatever else you want to add in there right whatever metaphor you want to add in there and it's just now coming to a spot where we're trying to figure out like YouTube is already done for video to figure out what's the right, you know, what is the right centralized platform? By the way, I don't, I don't think we're close to it. We, we still are very, very diverse, you know, and we think we, we have all, all these platforms still out there. I, I still think it's a pretty diverse ecosystem as far as who, who owns it. Well, and that's, I know Todd and Rob have been batting around the idea of, having some sort of centralized, I don't know what we would call it, um, agency, board, um, union is not the right word, but some sort of global panel of podcasters. And it's an interesting idea. It would oh, be yeah. inter- interesting if we could like, hey, let's get a central unit so we can all chip in some money and maybe buy some advertising. Or have a goal, you know, almost like, to me, I'm like, well, isn't that kind of what International Podcasting Day is, where we all get together and talk about podcasting? I'm like, so it's it's interesting that they keep talking about that. I actually kind of said, I'm still looking for the why, because to me, like with a podcast, if you can solve a problem in your 
in your episode, you know, that's typically good content. So I'm not sure what what problem having, you know, there was the um, association of downloadable media for a while. That And the problem that didn't work is just going back to your original point. Everybody's so diverse because now how do you – how do you get all the podcasters to agree on something? Well, because we all, yeah, <laughs> because we all have, because, well, number one, there's always, and I'll just call them the rogue podcasters. You know, the guys that are like, look, man, I'm, this is awesome. I can say whatever I want, do whatever I want. I'm just going to do it. You know? So when you go, Hey, here's best practices for podcasting. They're just going to take that and go, let me read that. And then they're going to wipe their butt with it. So you know that I'm like, good luck with this. I, I, it's an interesting concept, and I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm just, to me, I'm still like, why? Why do we need this again? So, yeah. But it is we're, we are a diverse bunch. Uh, Jeff says, it, be, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say this. This week, I was talking to a bunch of our customers who were in, and there were nine of them, and seven of them had not listened to our podcast coming up. And I and I said to them while I was talking to them, I said, Hey, we're on Facebook here, and you can subscribe you know, both, both Android and iPhone have a podcast app. You can subscribe that way. Now I can't tell who subscribed right away, but I immediately got eight in, you know, eight Mm. requests to be added. By the time I got back to my desk, they had all gotten on their phones during the class and had asked to be, you know, put in the Facebook group. Nice. And so that's kind of like, that's kind of what we want. I think regardless of the platform, like we want them engaging with our stuff. I don't, Dave, like I'm, I'm I host my home gadget geeks over at Maple Grove Partners, but I use Spreaker at work. I work with you on Lipson. I you know I'm, I'm I, I love what's going on with Todd and what he's doing over there at Blueberry. I'm not sure we necessarily have a platform problem. Like I think the ecosystem's healthy. Yeah, I think it's good. I think we've got diversity. I think we have um, we've got choice. Like the video, we don't have choice anymore. Like there is no choice with video. You are going to YouTube. And I think that's bad. And so I think this diversity, this rich diversity, have these battles that we're having, these conversations. I think it's actually, it's healthy for the podcaster. Yeah. And so I, I think we're in good shape. I, this is not a sign that we're, we're in trouble. I don't know if consolidating, I heard this conversation come up, I think, with Rob Greenlee, too, on his show, on um, Spreaker Live Show about putting this association together to give us some power and some of those things. What a cluster that would be. Like, I cannot even imagine uh, trying to do something like that and actually having it do something. Maybe it could, maybe it'd be fine, but I actually think the podcasting ecosystem is super healthy and very competitive. I like it because we're talking about it. So I, I think I would, I would want more of this, not less. And I want more anchors coming in, shaking things up or SoundClouds coming in, shaking things up, trying different things. If they fail, they fail. And we need to warn folks like, hey, you got to, you know, you, you get careful. what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. We get what you pay for. But I actually think more is better than less in, in what we're doing. And it's I think it's healthier as we figure this out. And Steve mentions it is easy to get banned by YouTube these days. Yes, it is. And then what? What do you do? Who can you appeal to? Where else can you go? You can't. The awesome Google customer service team. One eight hundred. One go pound salt. Yes, exactly. We're not. You know, we're not particularly clear on our phone number. I uh, yeah. It, it's it's a bad. The video space is is bad right now, and uh, you you don't have options. And when YouTube says, "Yeah, we're going to cut revenue on you," 
what do you do? Well, go, go somewhere else. Well, no, you can't, you can't go somewhere else. Yeah. And and I mean, a lot of those guys are now doing Patreon campaigns, but they're still using YouTube to fund the Patreon thing. And that's going to be how long, how long till Patreon sets up some sort of, or uh, YouTube sets up some sort of, you know, audio tool to like, when they hear the word Patreon, I'm like, we have decided to ban this, this video because you said the P word. So yeah, I kind of do like uh, we're seeing. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I've been looking at BitTube, which is at bit.tube, and it's a competitor to YouTube. It's all based on the blockchain, so there's some there's some value there. Whether that system will work or not is debatable, but they've got a pretty good little video system going on over there. And in you know, some people are starting to sense like, okay, YouTube's become a monopoly, and it's probably ripe for disruption. And it probably is, mm-hmm. just to be honest. You got to kind of come up with a system that works and doesn't go down and can host all these video files and do all these things. But YouTube is ripe for disruption. I, I, this is one of those areas if somebody can figure out a way to do it better, there are a lot of disgruntled content creators on YouTube. And people could start walking pretty pretty fast. You know. So Clay says in the chat room, are there... Are there good shows that never rise to the top of their niche because of the difficulty of being heard because it's so easy to start a podcast, no one can sort through the garbage? That's a great question. That is a great question. Uh, Possibly, because I mean, I think, because Daniel's been playing with this tool, and I think we kind of came to the conclusion that more or less five to 6,000 new podcasts came out in a week. Mm. That's a lot of podcast. And that's where I think this number of how many of those have three episodes or less is interesting because I think a lot of people are starting a podcast. And I think a lot of people are going, eh, never, and especially if you have no skin in the game, if it's free, I can, it would be easy to, to walk away. Although there are those that would say, no, if it's costing me money, I'd walk away quicker. But, um, well, ask the same question about video or because yeah, <laughs> there's no shortage of videos being added to YouTube. Right. Oh no. Does that right? So does that mean that there are great videos out there that are not rising to the surface because there's so mm. much noise? Yeah, yeah. That's it's true. I mean, who gets to the top and who doesn't? I, I've joked about this before on the show. I watch videos of people mowing lawns that have half a million <laughs> views. <laughs> Someone mowing their lawn, right? And I'm like, okay, so why does that get there? And and there's some really great. I was watching some sci-fi, some some indie sci-fi on YouTube last night. Really good produced stuff. Fifteen thousand, you know, downloads. And you're like, this should, like, this should be more popular. Yeah, that's going to happen on these platforms. It's absolutely going to happen. Why? I do not know. I wish I did know. Jeff has a great uh, in the the chat room here. A small grain of sand on the bottom of a large pond will never be noticed. Uh, the first time, so no one will never, no one will ever know uh, how good you are unless you're famous to start with. And I saw somebody. I don't think that's true. Well, I did see somebody this morning in Facebook that said, let's say his name was, I don't know, Steve um, Stewart. We'll, we'll pick on Steve. So Steve Stewart's going to start the Steve Stewart show in the vein of Joe Rogan. He goes, I'm going to do a Joe Rogan style show, and I'm, you know, whatever, Dick Smedley. It's the Dick Smedley show. And I'm like, you got nobody knows who Dick Smedley is. And I'm like, that's a whole different ballgame when you start and you are nobody. 
you know, you're going to have to struggle to get your cousins to listen to, and you want to be Joe Rogan. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I swear I'm going to write that blog post and go through Joe Rogan's history. I'm like, this is what this guy did. And then he started a podcast. I'm like, that's that's almost like a John Lee Dumas thing where people think, oh, if I just do this, if I just ask these six questions and call my show on fire, I'll be famous. I think now it's like, ooh, if I do like four-hour podcasts and do a lot of drugs, I'll be famous like Joe Rogan. And I'm like, mm, mm, don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, well, Joe Rogan had other things going for him before he started doing that. So to to uh, to Jeff's point, I, I think um, was sometimes you know unless you're famous to start with, you know, all these folks who whose podcasts are at the top have put in an enormous amount of work and have worked the channels and have gotten promotions in places and have done you know no nobody does this very few let's say do this by just getting lucky. Right. Yeah. Many of them have agents and they've paid money and they've gotten in. I mean, there's a there's a world that almost ninety nine point nine percent of all podcasters have no idea what is. And that's the world of agents hmm. and, and having an agent who is out there actively working to get you into spaces, to get you on news shows, to get you on programs, to get your name out on TV, to get things advertised for you. That's what you pay when you're when you have an agent. That's what you pay them to do, and they they're connected with people. And so sometimes we wonder, we're like, well, how did so and so rise from this to that? Well, he be he or she had an agent who, and it's basically an advertiser for you that did that. We know the podcasting world knows nothing of that. Um, I was just sitting with LinkedIn this week. Their their uh, their staff was with us. Some of the our their their representatives were with us, and we've been trying to do a lot of viral or organic growth campaigns through recruiting on LinkedIn. And they just kind of looked at us and said, it doesn't work, guys. You have to pay to get, you have to pay to play. Mm-hmm. They didn't say it that way, but that's that's kind of what they said. And if we want to get our podcast out there more, organic growth, doing these things organically, most of the time just doesn't work. You're just not going to get very far. You only have such a reach. You really do need to pay somebody else or another platform or advertising to get that thing out. And if you don't know what you're doing, chances are you're probably going to screw that up the first couple of times. If you pay someone to do it for you, who knows what they're doing, I bet you'll see some results. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm working with a client. He's launching this show and we've got him through his first episode. He's just submitted to, to the directories last night. He was all excited. And he said, you know what else I'm doing? I'm like, what? He goes, I'm going to hire a marketing person. He's like, look, I, I, I've got the editing. I can do that. And I've got my content. I've got my episodes outlined. He's like, but it's, he goes, you know, I've got a day job. I got two kids and a wife. He goes, and I, it just dawned on me that, you know, somebody needs to promote this thing and it's not going to be me. He goes, it would be great if it was me, but you know, I got other things I got to do. So I'm going to hire somebody to, to do this and she's going to work on my website and update some things. And I'm, he's like, cause I've read where it kind of takes a team if you really want this to, to go. And I go, well, not always, but in many cases, yeah. I said there there are always exceptions to everything. You know, there's uh, like Lore, uh, the guy that's Aaron Lanky, who's now got a show on HBO and books and all that. I think he's a team of three, two or three. You know, Mark Marin is like a team of two. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few out there that it's just a couple oh, people. Marin, Marin's got an agent though. He's oh, yeah, he he, he has a bigger team behind him. Yeah. That that yeah, that's a that's a machine. When Mark Marin did a podcast, we all heard about it, not because. Mark Marin at the time was famous, but there was a lot of advertising going on 
around that to make that thing happen. The fact that he got to interview the president, he didn't make that phone call to get the president, right? No, they actually called him. That's the weird. Yeah, right. (laughs) But it's just, you know, it is is one of those things. I I think if you're going to be an indie solo podcaster and you think you're going to do this on your time while you're working a full-time job, chances are you don't have enough hours in the day. And... Dave, the other, I think the other mistake podcasters make is you got to lean into this thing and spend some money into it. Yeah. Like you got to put the money out ahead of time. You've, you've been through this. You've, you've actually put out more money for things than anybody I've ever seen. Like you, <laughs> when you talk on school of podcasting, you're like, okay, I bought this. And I don't think most people are even willing to buy it. If I'm, I'm I have a gadget show. And if I really wanted to get in and play with the players in the gadget space, I would probably need to spend Oh, ten or fifteen thousand dollars in the first year to buy gadgets myself, get them reviewed, get them on YouTube, get those, you know, buy some advertising, get some of those things up, and maybe even more than that. Maybe we're talking twenty or twenty-five grand to really establish the channel, right, and get some things rolling. I don't think most podcasters are willing to drop that kind of coin to get a business going, and that it's going to hold you back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Clay in the chat room has a great question, and I don't know an answer to this. What services would you recommend on getting the name out there front? For free, podcast singular, guests plural, podcastguest.com is free. Uh, he was just on the uh, podcasting for Radio Dummies show with Ed Ryan. Ed Ryan. So um, that would be one out there. But I don't know that there are, you know, there are all sorts of interview valet, and Jessica Rhodes has interview connections or yeah, I think that's it. But those are, those started off affordable, but they went after a different clientele and they're all like, you know, you're, you're paying three, $400 per interview. So like if I'm going to get interviewed twice a month, they want somewhere between six, $800 now. And I'm like, "Mm," and and then I, mm, you know, then it's like, oh, they've got you on, you know, the Dick Smedley show. And I'm like, I've never heard of Dick Smedley, but they're like, yeah, but he'll take you. And I'm like, mm. you know, so that's, I don't know, Jim, what would you think of? I, I, yeah, this isn't, I, I don't live in this world. That's me. So I don't, I, I, like, I don't have, I'm not, I'm not going for that. But, um, you know, I think uh, it, this so depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what's your niche? Where are you? Um you know, I, you know, if you're, if you're, say you're in the hunting game, right. And you're, 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 you're talking about, you're in the podcasting world and you're talking about guns and knives and gear and camo and all that other stuff. Well, I think you've, you, if you know the, the trick to this, I honestly think Dave, is you got to get the, you got to get the vendors involved because when you get the motivations, right. When you get the people like they want you to be successful because you're carrying their gear and you're advertising for them. And when they'll promote you, when you promote them and you got to build a relationship, just like anything else, you got to go in there and have somebody on the inside and do some things, you know, and that's just an example. I think every, every niche is different in what they do. And and you got to kind of figure out how do I get, you know, how do I get partnered with people who will promote me? The value in this is the exponential growth of, of, of it. When people tell people who tell people who tell people, you got to find how that works in the niche that you're in. Um, and then fully understand how big the niche is. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're into knitting in Iowa, just to go way back to a joke that we had for, (laughs) if you're, you know, knitters in Iowa, you're probably going to have a pretty small audience. Yeah. Just saying. 
Um, Michael said uh, we could all make commercials uh, for our own podcast. And I kind of said, you know, we used to do that back in the day. And we called them promos. And we would swap promos all the time. In oh, fact, yeah. I think I still own podcast promos swap. There's nothing there now because I had an old WordPress site and didn't do anything with it. And guess what? Yeah, it got hacked to pieces. So if you don't keep your your WordPress up. But I actually had a site where you could upload your promo. And the whole thing was to, you know, here's a whole site of promos. And if you use somebody's, you know, let them know, hey, I, I played your show. That doesn't mean they have to play yours. But if you're just looking for a place for promos, there used to be a bunch of those. And it was because, again, if we go back 10 years ago, there weren't 500, 610,000 podcasts. And it was like, I'm looking for another, you know, golf show or whatever. You'd hear this and that. So, yeah, but I don't think promos are it. Daniel's saying he doesn't like listening to them. I don't I don't think promos are the thing unless you're you're engaged in it. Right. We've been at the end of my show. I've been thrown in HelloFresh. And I've been, I've been, they don't sponsor me. I have a promo link. It's an affiliate relationship. I was given away. I got two kinds of coupons. The ones where they just get free money and I get nothing. And then a 50, 50 split. And I was trying to give away the, the ones where I got nothing. And my listeners didn't like it. They were like, no, no, we want you to make something in this deal. And, and so, you know, we kind of switched to that. But the point on this is it's taken me like I've been saying this at the end of the show for, I don't know, four or five months now. And it's just now starting to kind of click with the listeners because it's consistent. It's, it's, I'm, I'm always talking about it, right? I think if you're going to, you know, if you're going to engage in these communities, you got to get in a place where it's repetition. One promo, even if you ran one promo on, well, I give you an example. I did a review that made it way back in the day, back when Byte.com was a was a thing. I did a review that got posted on Byte.com, and I had a link on there back to my site, and I just got hammered that that day, the day it posted, the day it went live. I had a record number of folks come to my site within a month. I was I didn't see a single change in my podcast numbers. Mm. Right. Because one and done doesn't work. No, you've got to, you've got to build a relationship with people. You've got to get in a space where they're hearing it over and over and over and over. And you're like, finally, someone will go, Oh, you know, I had to really listen to that. That's advertising, right? You got to, you got to be, so a one and done promo doesn't work. You got, you got to build relationships with people. You know, Dave, you and I, this is a perfect example. I get emails now, maybe once a week, every other week of people who say, I listen to you on home gadget geeks and on ask the podcast coach. Ah. Like now, okay, now we're talking, you and I have developed some cross branding. Like they know you through me, but we've done 200 and whatever shows here. I can never remember the number. Not like we care, you know, with you 234, maybe 235. I Uh, I will. I'll have that answer in. So while you're looking, yeah. So while you're looking that up, it's, but it's the consistency of our relationship that matters, right? People know us together because we've done this and it translates differently. I think the consistency is what matters. So how many have we done? 230. This is 235. Oh, that's close. So very good. So I do as a total guess, by the way. So you see what I'm saying with that? Don't you think that the consistency in, in some of the relationship stuff that we do is the, is the key, get, get, you know, banner ads or what was the, what was the banner the very first banner thing we did on the web? What was oh, that called? Um, banner? No, I, and it was like, go to the next one. Web rings. <laughs> yeah, web, rings. web rings. Yes. That's what brings back web rings. Oh my God. Totally worthless. And I see. I actually got traffic from that. Now I don't know oh, if it was okay. a robot, but I remember, you know, I was no, a, it might have been. I was a might part. Have been. I was a part of a musician web ring. 
And so people would go around, but all it was was other musicians. You know, it's like nobody. Sometimes even a blind squirrel finds a nut, right? So (laughs) that's it. Well, uh, speaking of blind squirrels, boy, there's a weird. Hey, here's we can talk about that when we uh, when we come back. Smooth transitions. Yeah, yeah, smooth or not smooth transitions, (laughs) because uh, that was one of the jokes on um, Saturday Night Live was how bad podcasters transition. And I, I'm actually starting to think that maybe we should just go, hey, we're going to talk about uh, – we were just talking – you were just talking about cross-promoting, and I've got a story about how Anne Murray – yeah, we're going to go – this is actually almost before my – it is before my time – how Anne Murray cross-promoted her way to to stardom. And I wish I could remember – Jim, if you could Google Anne Murray and see what yeah. hit she had because I can't remember um, – but uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, anyway, um, we if you want to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, um, well, I'll actually even do some happy music uh, for this. Um, at the beginning of the month, we thank everybody, which means Dave has to take a big old deep breath. So uh, Josh Liston, last last week we mentioned, hey, that uh, that consulting spot is open, and Josh took that over. So Josh from onthebubblepodcast.com, super great guy. Greg from uh, Debt Shepherd at DebtShepherd.com. Jonathan Bloom over at WeeklyAwesome.com. Gre- uh, Gren, yes. Gren the Greek. Uh, Glenn the Geek over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Josh at PodcastingExperiments.com. Max Trescott, spelled correctly this week. Thank you, Max, uh, at AviationNewsTalk.com. I can't believe I did that when his name's on the actual album art. Shane at SpyBrary.com. The one and only Carrie Bond, who does the Key West Perspective, find it at keywestperspective.com slash podcast. My buddy Ronsley from the Amplify Agency over across the pond in Australia, find him at mustamplify.com. And then our $10 patrons, uh, Jeffrey Halish at Podnuts, that's P-O-D-N-U-T-Z. Nick Suberling from CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Sean at BeYourOwnNerd.com. Barry Kessler at, you guessed it, BarryKessler.com. Jay Cleveland Payne at MoreBetterMedia.com. Our $5 patrons, Jason Bryan from Matt Talk Online, Illiquity at TravelGlutenFree.com, or also Try.me. Hmm, boy, that's a, I've got to write that down. Uh, Corey Finneran at IVNV.com, Jason over at CUATX.com, Jeremy Dennis at TransmissionsPodcast.com, some guy named Jim Collison at TheAverageGuy.tv, Joel Solsihai at StackingBenjamins.com, Joe Taylor at OnFaceEdge.com, uh, Kim Slusher at DistractedLifePodcast.com, Michael Ray at Someday He Will Give Us a Domain, um, Master Cauldron at cauldronscrypt.com. Rob Griffiths at bedtime.fm. You can also go to slash storytime slash peace out and find his shows over there. Troy Heinrichs from the blacklistexposed.com. Kyle at gagglepod.com. Matthew at scottishpodcast.com. Michael at Baby Mountain Radio. That's about uh, caregivers for dementia. So babymountainradio.com. Chris at iamsaltlake.com. Ed Ryan, uh, check out his show, Podcasting for Radio Dummies. And also find, check out the new podcast business journal dot com. Uh, Ross at livestreamuniverse.com. Ryan at myperfectpodcast.com. I believe that is coming soon. Our $1 patrons, Adam at, um, odddadoutpodcast.com. Anthony at route66podcast.com. And that is two numbers, 66podcast.com. Uh, audio dice network at audiodice.net. Barb at anchor.fm slash Barb TUSA. Brandon at seahawkerspodcast.com. Creepy Kingdom at creepykingdom.com. David at Ottawa Works. 
uh, Diane at DianeLaneMassage.com, Emily at TheStoryBehindPodcast.com, Garrett at UTRmedia.org, Gary and Margaret at BeekeepingPodcast.com, Craig at Inglayuspodcast.com, Chris and Brandon at FloridaFocusPodcast.Libson.com, the International Podcast Awards at LatinPodcastAwards.com, uh, Jason over at TV Times T-H-R-E-E, so TV Times 3.com, Jay Poole at uh, PotsterPodcast.com. I always have to, I don't know why my eyes go crazy when I read that one. Lucas over at TriangleTactical.net. Mike Moody at Low Cut, a podcast about the art of podcasting at LowCutPod.com. Paul at FightingThroughPodcast.co.uk. Patrick over at The Big Seance Podcast. Sean at sleptinclass.com. Sean over at clarinet.com. That's a show about, as you might guess, uh, the clarinet. And the one and only Wayne Henderson over at mediavoiceovers.com. If you would like to be an awesome supporter, thank you so much to all of my awesome supporters. Simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And apparently my mouth, oh, right. I couldn't have ended that any better on that music. Holy cow. That's nice. Good so, work. But uh, do we know if Anne Murray had any hits? Can- Canadian singer, yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, you were looking for the hits too? Yeah. Oh, oh uh, yikes. You need me. Okay. I, just another woman in love. I just fall in love. I just fall in love again. All in the 70s and 80s. Yes. So here's the thing. Do you know why she was famous? One of the things that got her famous was there was a something to do with vampires. There was a, a club in Los Angeles. And all these people, Alice Cooper and stuff like that, would go and hang out. And in some cases, the Beatles. Mm. And so she, I don't know if she planned it this way or not, but she happened to get right next to John Lennon and I think Paul McCartney, but definitely John Lennon, and had a photographer take her picture. And that picture got into the newspaper, which suddenly made Anne Murray cool. Like, she must be somebody. Mm. She's standing next to John Lennon. So... All you need to do to get your podcast big is go stand next to John Lennon. That's it. That's all. Well, that could be a yeah, problem. That's a lucky, little lucky. Yeah. I'm sure others stood next to yeah. John. Danny's song too. Steve Sleeper was throwing these in too. Danny's song is in there. Yeah. See, Broken this is hearted me. Yeah. Never. I've I've heard of her. I've I've, I've heard the name. I'm, I'm like I'm totally drawn. And soon, well, as soon as I would hear it, I go, Oh yeah, that song. Yeah. Like I said, she's a she's a little before. I just remember seeing her when I was wee little. You know, on I the think TV. the message though, Dave, in this is you know, so Networking. she got a break. She was in the right place. She wouldn't land in blah blah. We're never going to get those chances again. Right. But if if you got to be out doing things, like you you got to get out from behind your microphone. You've got to go do some stuff. You've got to be a part of some things. You've got to meet people and network. So yeah, I think if if anything, you got to at least try to be in the right space and you never know. Like, and I, I, this is one thing I avoid actually when I'm in circles where there are famous people that, that makes, that creeps me out to creep them out. So I am kind of like, uh, so, you know, I, I never take those chances. I'm like, I'll let other people just do that stuff, but get out there and, uh, and, uh, get out there and network, meet some people, do some stuff. That is actually on my list of, you know, I should probably do more of that in 2019. I mean, I went to a lot of events this year, which was great. You do pretty well. You do pretty well. But like locally, I do nothing. I mean, I do the podcasters meet up here, which is once a month. But um, I kind of have resurrected a little bit the Building a Better Dave show. Just because I had some things to talk about. There was a, Mm -hmm. uh, with the whole Queen thing, I had a really, I think, funny Queen story. Um, 
And so I resurrected that story and a couple other ones. And people are like, I love this show. And I'm like, which I still don't get because there's no goal to that show at all. There's no, I just, it's just me yakking into the universe. But I'm like half the stories, because I went back and, and discovered that when I imported that show many, many moons ago, um, or I never, I think that was the thing. I switched to Libsyn, but I didn't. How did I do that? Basically, to make a long story short, my media host went dead. So we're talking about places going, well, Anchor, not Anchor, uh, Medio went out of business, and I didn't import my stuff before they went completely out of business. So I have a bunch of things on my website, especially from 2008, that the files are dead. So I've been slowly you know, replacing those. And half those, any any episode that seems rather entertaining, it's because I went and did something. Or I'm talking about, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to get any new stories sitting here. Yes, I can see things on social media and things like that I can talk about. But I'm like, I see things all the time where it's like, especially on meetup.com, it's like 50 and fun. And I'm like, yeah, I should probably go to that, just if nothing else. Because there's there's two options, three, Never really. There's, there's three options. A, I'm going to get a good story if it's horrible. Um, B, if it's really fun, well, then I'm going to also get a good story. So either way, you kind of end up with a, a story or, or something like that. Um, uh, Emily says, you can always find a podcast brunch near you. Just talk to other podcast listeners, not other podcasters. See, that's hard for me to do. Everybody in my audience is a podcaster. Um, you get a lot of insight from them about what they like and dislike about podcasts in general. Yeah, I, I would look for my topic. So if I was doing a show about, like I used to attend the uh, the WordPress meetup. There's a WordPress meetup here in, o- in Ohio, and I would go to that. Um, yeah, I think that's that Emily. That gives me a good idea. I, you know, whenever you do meetup stuff, I, I think your intended the attendance increases if you definitely have an agenda and you're doing something interesting. And just around our topic today, Dave, uh, I I think I would start the first couple and just say, hey, look, when we get together, we're going to talk about promotion success because that's what everybody really wants, right? Yeah, we can talk about hosting and some of the mechanics and you know equipment, blah 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 blah, but. I think everybody's really drawn to how do I increase my audience size? And so, yeah, maybe I'll do that. I've, I've been, what's been holding me back from doing an Omaha podcasters meetup group, but just those topics of things to talk about and have things ready to go. And I think you couldn't, if, if we, maybe we do it every other month and, uh, and just make the topic, bring your success stories. How are you advertising and having success? And uh, and we'll start with there and, and go from that. That's a good idea. Emily, thank you for that inspiration. That is so weird you say that. You, you know what this week's episode of the School of Podcasting is? Advertising and inspiration? Uh, no, but it is kind of. It's I'm going to go back today because it's kind of like I don't have any interviews signed up. There's really nothing. And I was like, you know what everybody wants to do is grow their audience. So I'm going to sit down this weekend and brainstorm. And I'm going to go all Daniel J. Lewis on us. And however many I have – the topic's going to be whatever, 39 different ways to promote your podcast. Because that's just one of those things like, well, what, are, like, let's, let's take a poll right now. I, I'm into these. Let's do very visual things on the, I don't believe in on, the, polls. on the, on the, <laughs> said the Gallup guy. Um, uh, how many people, polls are overrated. Yeah. How many people have a link to your podcast in your email signature? Just type yes or no in the chat room. Be honest. Say that again. How many do you a, do you have a link to your podcast in your email signature? So like for me, it says Dave Jackson, blah, 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 school of podcasting.com. You know what though? I don't while they're coming in. Yeah, we have, I don't have one in my Gallup signature. 
Like, duh. Why am I not saying, yeah, I have to change that? Yeah, we have a couple. Good. Yay to the people who are being honest and saying no. We have a couple no's. We have a couple yes. The link is to your website. That's fine. I'm just amazed at how many people like their signature is Dave yeah. Jackson. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. and then there are those people that also that type war and peace, like Dave Jackson, you know, every day is a journey of exposure to the sun where your life will be happy. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then it's like website, fax number, pager number. And I'm like, okay. I'm like Magna uh, Carta. <laughs> Yeah. Mission statements, you know, um, life is but a journey of many steps. Facebook profile picture. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little much, but I'm always amazed. I'm like, because there are people that are like, hey, I'm doing this show and I'll, I'll always email. And if I have to email you and go, tell me where I can find your show, you don't have a link in your, your signature. And uh, I think I still do. You can take like a, a pretty link. And go into, like, I can type schoolofpodcasting.com, but in the link, make it schoolofpodcasting.com slash signature that then goes to schoolofpodcasting.com. Go into Pretty Link and see how many people click on your signature, and you'll be amazed at how many people. Again, and it's it's not going to be 10,000 downloads, but you're like, wow, I had, whatever, eight people click my signature this week that couldn't click it if it wasn't there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just little things like this that I go, mm, okay. So, uh, can so I, uh, can I tell a cool podcasting story? Real you can quick? tell a cool podcasting story. Five minutes left here. So yesterday uh, at Gallup, we had our, we have a, uh, we partner with the university of Nebraska at Lincoln. Uh, we have a strengths Institute there, which is really, really cool. And we won't get into that, but it's just a partnership between Gallup and the, and the university. We get a chance to teach two management classes. And so yesterday we had a management class in and they were responsible for doing some projects and they were showing their projects off. And part of the class, you know, you talk about promotion. Part of the class was the instructor required them to listen to one of our podcasts, which was super cool. So, you know, 40 students listening to one of these podcasts. So I was sitting at a table talking with another one of the students and two students came by. I kind of just caught them out of the corner of my eye and they were talking to the instructor and they were, they had their phones out and they were looking and what they were doing is they're like, Hey, is this guy here, this guy in the album art? Right. And they were, they were like, Hey, you mean the guy from the podcast is here? Right. (laughs) So Tim interrupted and introduced and, and, um, it was fun to kind of see that engagement click where it was obvious they had engaged in the product because to get, you don't get that kind of response unless somebody engaged, it engages in the product. And so really, really cool to have that kind of, to kind of think, Oh my gosh, I'm creating this material that's being used by a university class in their management stuff. And it's having this kind of impact on them. And then I got a chance to meet them through the, you know, through this, this time, by the way, I gave like three hours of my morning to this group to be up to just be there. So when we talked about giving up time or just being in the place, I could have said, no, I'm too busy. Like I just get too much work to do. Right. No, you got to give up some time, you know, to, to be in there, to meet them, to have that kind of experience. So it was really super cool as a, as a enterprise podcaster at that point, I felt super proud that it was like, yes, we're doing, we're doing the right thing. You well, know, so it's. Well, that, and, and when you meet somebody who's going, I think that's him. That's super huge. And they're going to go tell somebody, I actually got to meet this guy and he's really, really cool. You know, that's, that's where you can really start to, 
you know, um, stoke the fire for, for lack of a better phrase, or, you know, that's, that's really when people go, I need a marketing team. That's your marketing team right there. Yeah. And, and it's viral. It, that viral does grow. I don't think it grows as fast as when you pay for marketing, by the way, but it, it is, um, it, it is a great, as a podcaster, it's a great feeling to have someone say, you know, Hey, thanks. I listened to this. It was super helpful. And especially that's why we make that material there is, is to be helpful. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. The, um, I, you ever had an idea and it just went, Oh, totally. Every day. Like most, <laughs> most days that's like, Oh, that was a good, oh, it's gone. Yeah. It go? I think that's 50 Dave. I think that's, uh, that's what happens when you turn 50. Yeah. I've had people ask in the chat room today, Dave, did you get your new computer? It's still sitting in the living room along yeah, with what's, what's the slow up on that thing. Why, the, why the, is it not installed? The biggest problem is, and especially this week now, my brother who normally goes to Florida about the 18th of December, like a week before, maybe two weeks before, um, has announced that Christmas will be held December 8th. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, he goes, his, uh, his mother-in-law is having a hysterectomy. And so she's going to be kind of down for the count. And the father-in-law is a really nice guy, but also not the healthiest person on the planet. So they're going to go down really early to kind of help out because she has to really be like down for the count for a while after the surgery. So he's like, yeah. And I'm like, which was great because he actually was last night out with my great nieces and nephews. He's like, hey, so-and-so wants this and that and this and that. He goes, I'm here. I can send them to the car and buy this stuff. And then you can pay me. I'm like, great. My brother is doing my Christmas shopping. This is the best ever. So, uh, yeah. So it's been just a case. And then like last night I put up the tree. And the other thing is, here's the thing with, uh, I thought this was going to be slow and it's really not because um, everybody's trying to get their podcast ready for January 1st. So I'm actually getting Getting some work. Yeah. Getting some work. So I was like, "Eh." so I actually need to, I need to schedule like a night, like, Hey, Thursday night is, you know, take the time and, and get all the final files off your computer. And which again, well, I don't, that's the key. That's the key. Like it don't go rushing into this. Yeah. Like get it packed up. Here's, here's a recommendation from me to you plug that thing and get, find a monitor. I'm sure you got an extra monitor somewhere, plug it in, get it connected to the internet, turn it on, start the updates. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> a good point. Right? just kind of let that thing find its way onto the internet. The worst possible thing you could do is next Saturday morning about seven thirty. You're like, oh, I'm going to install this new computer in, you know, in the into my network, and I'm going to be podcasting by ten thirty. Well, you know that it's possible. Totally, should you do it that way? No, 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 no. You need to get this thing fired up, leave it on, make sure it's fine. You do want to make sure it's not, you know, it didn't come. It was reconditioned. You bought a reconditioned. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, I probably should be checking that anyway. Yeah, turn it on. Just let it run for a week. And you've got plenty of time. It's a busy season. Just let that thing burn itself in and and be a, kind of be a thing. Get the software installed on it. Um, you know, you're going to need to install some software. Let that thing run, then swap it over. When it makes sense, like when you find yourself on it more than you're on your other one, then just swap them. So don't be in a hurry. Take your time. Burn it in. You'll be fine. I'm trying to – how do you – I'm on a Facebook post. Emily mentioned that I actually had my brother on my Facebook page. And I'm here we go. Share. I just want the link. I'm like, give me the link to you no. click on the time. So, you know, uh, on Facebook, it'll click on the you, time Yeah, below the post. I uh, got it. Okay. Time. There we go. Yeah. That'll take you to the URL. Hello, Facebook. Cause I'm like going, what the heck? I'm like, how do I actually get the link to this? So 
Because my brother looks a lot like, especially now that I have a beard and mustache, because that used to be the thing. Well, Dave's the guy without the beard. And so then when two years ago, I, uh, for Grovember, I decided to grow a beard and just haven't, I, I like the whole not shaving if I have to kind of thing. I did the reverse no shave November. I, I noticed. Shave November. <laughs> it's coming back though. Is it? Okay. And you're, oh, yeah. it's coming back. Yeah. You're, you're also tired of uh, <laughs> shaving every day. No, and I'm no because you still have to shave, right? But yeah. it, uh, it's I'm to that itchy spot this morning. Oh, they so, see that's the worst. I know. I just got to push through it. Uh, well, are you are you taking time off for the holidays? Are you gonna? I know you took a week off for Thanksgiving. What's coming up on the ever? Right, yeah, we'll push right through it. So Christmas is on like on Monday, and New Year's is too, or something like that, Monday or Tuesday. So we record Thursday. So no, we're pushing right through. We're back to the regular schedule. If you want to, we talked about post Black Friday stuff. On the most recent episode, I haven't posted it yet, but it will be there, theaverageguy.tv. Yeah, and like I said, on the School of Podcasting, I'm going to brainstorm all the different ways you can promote your show. And we'll probably also talk about if you're doing, like, how to get the most out of your guests. So if you're a person who's had a, uh, uh, yeah, one of those things, a guest on your show, how to make it super easy for them to share your show. But uh, in the post show today, we'll be talking about, hey, I have a four-person inner uh, podcast. What what kind of gear do I want? Because this person uh, had sent that in. Um, we're also going to talk about what if what if I go to do a podcast and somebody already has the name? That's uh, something I had set up here to talk about. We'll also talk about the uh, the phrase for you. We kind of mentioned that a little bit today in uh, uh, when we're talking about Anchor, but I found another service that is saying, hey, we will do this for you. And I'm like, mm, mm, not sure that's crazy. But uh, we are here every Saturday. We're not going anywhere for the holidays. Uh, we're here every Saturday, 1030 Eastern, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And um, if you have a question now and you're like, oh, it's not Saturday, go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash contact. And uh, if you can't be here live, we'll uh, you know send us a recording. We'll play it here in the show. But uh, thanks for listening. Stick around for some post-show. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.